speaking of hitting harder than it hurts, hello and good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Osashiburi. Yeah, it's it's been like a month for you. <laughs> and it's been like three weeks for me. Um, no, it's actually opposite. It's been three weeks for you. It's been a month for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've missed you guys. I know you were trucking on, and <laughs> when I was listening to some of the episodes, I was just like, "Man, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a struggling." <laughs> just a little bit, he's yeah. He's a sad panda. He's a sad panda. I, mean, I was, uh, well, you know, I was missing my my good friends, and you, I, I were, told my wife, I was like, "You, you were doing very well," like, but there are certain back. times I was just like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> But yeah, what what have we been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Luna. Oh, lordy. Uh, well, I haven't got to listen to as much as I've liked due to a lot of festivities, traveling and work. Mm. However, what I have listened to... Give me a second as I pull this up. So, um, oh Lord, what's going on on my phone? So I've been listening to Fakie's new album F, which I absolutely love. And I regret not pre-ordering this because of all the bonuses it had. And I highly recommend it. I mean, there are so many good songs in it. Happily Ever After, 99, Little More, The Light, Half Moon. You also got a lot of older songs that, you know, they did, like Girls Gotta Live, Antidote, New Age. I mean, this album is not only filled with songs they've released over the past couple years, but it's also filled with a lot of new songs. And I absolutely am in love with it. I think the girls have great vocals. They've just, you know, they have some good dance songs on there. I feel like almost anyone will find a song they like on there. So that's been one of the high things on my playlist. And then actually today I was listening to Soul Scream just because I got into some rap. I was listening to them. They're like 90s Japanese rap. But I highly recommend like uh, Tamashino Sakebi, Hachito Cho. Um, what was the other one? Mugen no Jigen. But I am, like, really loving them. Also went back to some Rhymester. And then I've also been listening to Kyari. Kyari Piyama Piyama. Mainly because of her uh, Halloween songs, Crazy Party Night. Because y'all know I love that celebration. Crazy Party Night was on repeat for a bit. So, also had um, Aoyama Tedema in there, too. And I went back to her mainly because she released a new song called Itsu Mare Mo featuring Solja. And I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, but she released Koko ni Iru Yo, which was Solja's song featuring Aoyama Tedema. And then she did Soba ni Irune, 
which is the follow-up song, pretty much the answer version of Coco uh, Niri And I love Itsumaremo. It is absolutely beautiful. And you want three songs put together very well. Those are the three. And so I went back to a lot of Aoyama Taruma songs. Also, it doesn't help. I had a DJ Kiri mix in my CD player, and it had a whole bunch. It had some Aoyama Taruma on there. So that greatly helped with me diving back into her because I absolutely adore her. Also, was listening to Juju just because, I mean, I love me some Juju. She had some recent releases, but I actually went back to her I album, which this is when we talked about albums back in the day. And I was listening to that just because I, I felt jazzy. And I absolutely love Roll the Dice, Udahara, Let It Flow, Believe, Believe. I mean, the album is fantastic, and Juju is such an amazing artist. I listened to some newer songs like Heat Me, released one with Simba, called Friend Zone, and I absolutely love her vocals on it, and I'm so glad to see she's back. And she just dropped a new track, actually, called Midnight Flight, that it featuring Yuki Zone and Heat Me, that is fantastic. I highly recommend that as well. Um, I've been listening to Kodakumi mainly because her new song Wings is co- her new single Wings is coming out in January. I pre-ordered my copy, but I absolutely love Kuchan and I've been going through her discography and mainly listening to her a heart album again as I didn't listen to it as much when it initially came out. So I was diving back into that. And I found out Boa is releasing a new, her concert at the end of the year, along with a new Korean album. So I went back to a lot of Boa's Japanese releases, and I really, really want her to release something new in Japan so bad. So I'm hoping maybe she will, because it was her 20th anniversary last year. So Has she I not just released want... anything this year? Um, in Korea, but not not no, really in, in, in this Japan, year. In Japan. No, her last one she did was I believe, and that well, no, she did release something this year. I take that back, but it's kind of hard to sit. It's kind of hard to pick. So she released the greatest, which is a compilation album with one new song called "The Greatest," mm. which I like that track. And the compilations, you know, have some of her bigger hits on it, such as Daki Shimeru, Shirushi, Sweet Impact, Every Heart, Listen to My Heart. Um, and those are like, she pretty much redid the compositions and also vocals. And I think it's very solid because you get to hear a different versions of it. So that was her rendition of like a 20th anniversary best. Hmm. But I, I, I just I just asked because, you know, I'm doing I am slowly but surely starting to do the the roundup for for last year or this past year. And one of your your requests was for her to release something. And I was just like, I think she did. But I, I have she no did. clue. <laughs> she technically did because in, in I Japan, did buy it. In Japan. Yes. No, she did in Japan. She technically did. And The Greatest is a new track. So there we go. We got a new track. I I want a new studio album so bad. Mm. Uh, or I would like a Japanese version of her better album because that album is absolutely phenomenal. However, yeah. I mean, I think The Greatest was a good album. 
You know, circling back on Kotakumi for a bit, you know, I'm surprised that she is going to release Wings. Is Trust and Last going to be on there? Granted, I'm surprised that Trust and Last isn't already out too. I don't think they um, made a a release schedule for that yet. Well, Gray, you might actually know that better than I do. Yeah, only the TV size is out right now. Uh, I thought they announced it on our fan club website, but Trust and Last will be on the Wings single, from my understanding. Oh, it's gonna so it's gonna be Wings slash Trust and Last then. It's not gonna be a double A side. Uh, I think it's Trust and Last might be the B side and. I just uh, that, I, I, that. I, I I highly doubt that because of the fact that it's attached to Common Rider. Um, they're gonna make a Common Rider version for that release. Yeah. Okay. Let me yeah, double check because I literally just pre-ordered that Wing single. If, if yeah, because if when... Wing, if Wings is gonna have its own release, I I highly doubt Trust and Last is gonna be the B side for that. It would either be a double A side, or it'll be its own release. Which if it's its own release, I'm quite surprised they are going to take this long to release it yeah no the way it typically because uh they did this last year with dice with revice and the the movie singles like they they always did like their own specific release for the common writer stuff it's it's always parsed out and separated uh and as far as i know like some like uh i know for like dice like they only done like common writer specific stuff like i don't think any of their common writer music has been lumped in with their with their with their own stuff well, there's just like no, the, the, the thing, like a common writer release the thing is uh, no this is something that i've learned personally because they make a a special common writer edition yeah edition. and you are correct the full track listing is not out the only there's supposed to be five tracks in total. The only two confirmed ones are Wings and it's K Magic. Hmm. So those are the only confirmed tracks. Um, I have a feeling the other tracks are probably going to be instrumental, like a remix, and hmm. maybe one other original song. Uh, hmm. But it's not 100% confirmed, and I have a feeling they'll probably, like you said, do a common writer version. Type and, of thing, and, and the, only that. I don't think this. It might not even end up on any other release. But the, I did the, pre-order the, Wings. So the thing is, the the only reason why I also think it's going to be its own release is because the, she is not alone in singing this. She's with Shonen Okaze as well. So, and I think that will be its own bag of worms. Its own thing. <laughs> yeah, and I have a feeling that song will never make it on either of their albums or anything. It'll probably be on a Common Rider album only. Nah, I nah, don't even know they, if it'll be released as a single. No, nah, well, I mean, it was released digitally, but it's going to be a part of an album. Because it would make no sense for her because um, to not have it included into a release that she's done. Because, I mean, she's also done other non-traditional media things yeah and she those did last angel with toho shinki and that was for resident evil yeah and, and that was part of an album <laughs> so I, i'm just i was just wondering about that but you know before we get on too far here um great what have you been listening to as of late yeah no i have been listening to mostly what i talked about last week's episode but uh i know you and luna haven't been on so I, I will repeat a little bit of that 
for you guys. Uh, so LOL has dropped their latest album, Amber, and it's really good. I've been really enjoying it. And I think that their best song in years is on Amber, and that's Magic of a Laugh. And I've, I've really been enjoying that. I'm still listening to Seasons by Spicy Soul. It's just a lovely track, or lovely album. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said mm-hmm. track. Um, but uh, Seasons is fantastic and really good. If you're a Spicy Soul fan and you're not listening to Seasons, you're missing out. I will tell you that much. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, I'm going back and listening to, oddly enough, Zetai Inspiration. I- I'm not entirely certain why I really like that song. I, I can't <laughs> stop listening to it, even though I don't think it's the best thing ever. It ain't the but, best thing ever, uh, my friend. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, it's it's. I mean, like it, it does what it does or whatnot, but it's just like I I don't know. I, I keep going back to it. It's just it's got this hold on me. I think I maybe think, I need to go to rehab. I think I, I don't think you were on the episode initially released, but you know I I remember having this talk with Luna about it. It's the best release that they have done in a long time. And I, it's their best song probably in the last couple of years since the whole funk of losing Matsui Judina. And I think it's their their best song technically since um, uh, Ikinari Punchline. And that, that was when we started doing this show. <laughs> yeah, Ikinari Punchline was kind of right at the beginning of the show. And yeah, I, and that, I think that's what it is, is, is Zetai Inspiration takes me back to that time period uh and and i really liked like i liked them then and this song kind of takes me back there to it so i keep listening to it and and stuff so i've i've been enjoying that and uh something we'll talk about a little bit later but last night i went and watched the new one piece movie film red and really good really good if you're an fan of auto it, it's definitely a very interesting movie to watch because it i mean now, it's, it's now, I don't almost you, a musical i know you watched it um obviously because you just talked about it great but i know you've watched it as well luna so do you kind of agree to what he what what gray is saying there I absolutely love the One Piece movie. I thought the music was fantastic, and it actually changed my opinion on Otto. I actually thought it was very befitting, and I love that she took so many genres on it. I mean, she took so many different genres on in that movie, and there were so many changes throughout it based on the emotions, and you get such a wide range. And I loved it. My husband did not care for that movie, but I absolutely loved it. But he did agree that the soundtrack was pretty legit. Yeah, it, like when they get to the end of the movie, and oh my lord, it, it's there's not a dry eye in my in my movie theater, and the, the the people I went and saw it with, like we were all crying. Well, I don't know if my wife was crying. I didn't but cry. It, it takes a lot. I, I was cry. I was in tears. <laughs> you guys are monsters. Um, <laughs> where, where the wind blows is such just such a gut wrenching song that oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, I I, I love I, I loved One Piece film Red, and it, it was great. It, it, like I said, it feels like a musical because there is, is a really. lot of if you th- yeah. think about it, it kind of is a musical in that aspect, and that's kind of what I was reading movie review wise from people I follow on Letterboxd were saying it's a One Piece musical, and everyone who doesn't even care for Japanese music absolutely loved the soundtrack. 
And that shows a lot when people who aren't into that style of music enjoyed the music in the film. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, like Otto really showed, like, you know, I I think I've waffled a little bit on Otto and I I don't know if I'm going to like if my experience with One Piece Film Red is going to make me an Otto fan per se. But I really liked what she did for that m- movie, and uh, yeah, I just added the 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 album that she dropped, the the Uda's songs, One Piece Film Red, on Apple Music. So I I'm looking forward to listening to that as I go to work this week. I think that's probably what's going to dominate my free time this weekend. <laughs> but it was uh, good, yeah, this is, and. Yeah, I good. actually so I started it. Me, me and Ken talked about Otto in the past because before I was like kind of not I didn't really care for her. But then I went back and really dived more into her music and I gave her a second chance. And I actually really ended up liking her because of the I didn't realize how much variety she had and yeah. what she could do with her vocals. You know, and the thing one, is with, with with Otto is, you know, she obviously has a specific style but when she mixes up from her vocal style, it really shows that she is an absolutely amazing vocalist. Oh, 100%. And I know me and you talked about this. This was months and months ago. And I felt like I, I needed to give her a second chance just because I didn't like one song. I kind of like wrote her. I wouldn't say wrote her off, but there may be one or two songs I didn't care for. But I went back and when I went back and re-listened to it, You know, I really loved her. And then the One Piece movie really solidified it for me because one of the big reasons I wanted to see it in theater and I wanted IMAX and I was very specific we were seeing it in IMAX was for Otto. That was the reason I wanted to hear the vocals in the best possible format I I could get. And IMAX delivers on that. And it's it was worth it. That, I mean, just hearing that in a big screen alone and, it, you know, if it was art, I feel like that was the main reason I saw it was for Otto because I knew she could pull it off. If anyone could, seeing she was a big part of it, I'm like, you know what, I want to see this and see how well she sounds in the big screen and see if my opinion really does stick of going for I don't really care for her to I actually think she's a fantastic artist. Mm. You know, I know we all have the stigma of her because of Usewa and how popular that song and how very degrading on the ears sometimes that song is. Yes. But, you know, if I had a recommendation, like, I really think you should listen to her I Takate single because that's the song that literally was like, yeah, she can sing normally. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I agree and, with that. Because and, if it weren't for you, I probably wouldn't have realized that. Because Usewa and Odo, I didn't care for as much. But, like, Itakte was really good. I loved Fireworks. Mm. Um, and there were a couple other songs that I really, that really solidified her for me. And I think that was the, you know, Ashura, Ashura Chano is another one I really liked. And yeah. Simbon Zakura. But going back and listening to her discography, I mean, it really does give you a better idea. And I think 
one piece film if you you know you just want something that gives you she changes her vocals in it there's a good range i actually think that's also a good place to start especially if you're a one piece fan watch the red even if you're not a one piece fan watch film red because my husband isn't into one piece he didn't care for the movie because he felt like it was all over the place mainly the second half but he actually said the soundtrack was legit good and he's not really into that style but he was very surprised about the soundtrack i guess um i'll move on to what i've been listening to and it it's also kind of a, a long list here you know i was listening to awesome city clubs yume 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 single which is absolutely fantastic go and listen to that i think you would really like it gray i also was listening to hyung ryong's um romantia ep absolutely fantastic also mimes latest single colorful raindrops so 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 good hikari's absolutely fantastic in it as well i was also listening to aircraft's latest single neko musume which is very interesting style of song i think i need to listen to it a couple more times to kind of really sit on my feelings about that i was listening to also tonen's latest single sugar magic he's an absolutely fantastic composer so if you have a chance go listen to that i was also listening to eerie's latest single friends which is really really good as well i was also listening to kajoe's latest release which uh, called sana and that includes uh, daichi yamamoto and fina kodaler I believe that's how you say that. It's really, really traditional rap, so I'm pretty sure you might like it, Luna. So, And obviously, for the cream of the crop here, I was listening to Official Hige Dondism's latest release, Subtitle. If you guys can, go listen to that right now. I don't know if it has a physical release or if it was on the charts on the episodes that I was gone, but I what, don't remember seeing it. Was it on I, the physical releases? So I think it was only on the digital release. If you guys have a chance, go listen to that single. It's probably their best song in a while. That is literally continuing on from how I feel about I Love. I think for me, if I had to rank all these songs, it's I Love Subtitle Pretenders of their biggest hits. I think it's probably one of their more better songs of the year. And this is coming from a huge list of releases that they've been having for hits after hits for them. I highly recommend it. If you guys have a chance, go and listen to it. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the main thing here. And, you know, this past week or so, finally, NHK has released the lovely red versus white kuhaka uta gaksen artist lineup list and you know there's there's some things of notes here that i kind of just want to bring over on the red side you know we got ivy as um the first act there and aimeon and then ishikawa sayudi and then speaking of the one piece red song um uta is going to be on it and I think how they dis they announce that Uta is gonna be on it. It is going to be a uh, like a Hatsumiku style thing where they're gonna have it three D projected with her singing. So it'll be a very interesting aspect. I think that they're gonna be 
doing or if not they are probably going to go to the you know how they always have that secondary area that they go to and they're just going to perform it there but i just wanted to hear your your guys's thoughts on this because in the last four years that we've been doing this this is the first time we're going to be seeing a digital created artist on here granted we've seen idol stuff and and love live stuff on before the last couple of years but this is the first time that it's a going to be another artist but they are not going to be portraying them Otto is not going to portray herself she's portraying as uta in this in this performance it's an interesting idea I, i'm very interested to see how they're going to pull this off because it it is weird that you, you know that Otto is going to be the character of Uta, and I'm curious to see, like, if they're going to do like one song, if they're going to do a medley. I think or, they're or probably something. gonna do a medley leading into whatever the last song is. Um, this is this is coming from someone that hasn't watched the movie and probably will not watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I will say, uh, I mean, the the sound. If you just want to hear the music, you can listen to the yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, obviously, it's on, it's on it's, it's been there, and it's it's it, I have I have have it because I need to be in the know of everything that's getting released. But I haven't sat down yeah. and kind of listened to it, listened to it yet. So it'd be very interesting on my end to kind of yeah really be judging this. <laughs> It, it, it'll be yeah like i said it'll be interesting to see how they pull this off i wonder if they might try to do like a hologram thing which yeah I yeah think it, be cool. it's it's, it's yeah. how they do with hatsumiku oh okay yeah i i like i think uh like i see the potential of this being really interesting as a fun experiment and i know one piece is so popular in japan so this definitely could work i, I could see that I could too. I actually think it would be very, it'll be very interesting to see them pull this off. And I feel like with One Piece popularity in Japan, it'll go over very well. So I think they'll do their best with the production of this to make it a feel like a big event. You know, the whole thing about this that also makes me wonder how they're going to do this is so the advent of uh, VTubers have been you know slowly creeping up over the last couple years as of now and i'm surprised that it wasn't one of them doing this and i wouldn't be surprised if they just have it on a screen and showing them doing a digital concert to be to be honest but we'll see honestly i'm very excited to see how they're going to do this but moving on from uta here we also have imer here which is going to be very interesting take because this is also her first year of doing this so and i know you luna who is a huge imer fan couldn't be more more excited for this oh i am ecstatic because i love imer i think she is a fantastic vocalist mm. and it, what's more than that is like seeing her live i feel like will be very a treat on the kohaku just because she can easily pull in an audience and and captivate them. If you had to pick the song that she is going to be choosing, what would be that song? 
Well, there's going to be a difference of what I think will be picked versus my personal choice. Because I feel like you have songs that you personally are touched with and you think that should be it. However, I mean, there's also that, eh, you know, I know they're going to pick this due to this reason. I honestly think that it's going to be Zankyo uh, Sanka because of Yaiba. <laughs> It's yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's quite a. It's kind of interesting that you know we have literally three artists on here who is tied to a major series on the red side for for anime this time around. So it's 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 very it's very very interesting. So I can't honestly wait to see how they're gonna do the lineup to be honest. <laughs> oh, I agree. And I, I do think it's more likely because they're going to pick what's popular. Although, what I think would be very interesting if they did Omokage. Mm. Because there are... Correct me if I am wrong. Are all those artists going to be there this time? Mm, I think one might not. Uh, but two, three out of the four who've worked on Omokage are going to be there. Uh, those of you who don't know what song I'm referring to, it has Millet, Imer, and Iku Talilis, mm. and it was produced by Vondi. <laughs> that is that is very interesting, honestly. So that would be a one I would love to see live. I don't know if they do it, but if they pulled that off. I think that would be a very unique feat to put on the um, on the Kohaku. I think it would be a great collaboration and a great way to do that. Do I think that'll happen? More than likely not. I mean, they're going to go with the more popular song, and we all know Sankyoku Sanka was a big hit this year. You know, same with Asaga Kudu because it was tight. You know, that was also tied. Yeah. But yeah, you know, continuing on here, you know, we have. Uh, She's got Kudo as well. This is this is also kind of a very interesting return here. This is, you know, it's been 24 years for her to come back. If you guys don't know, she's one of the major menders, members of, of Oyaku Club. And if you don't know what Oyaku Club is, um, great, this is a, a, a history lesson for you. Oyaku Club is the predecessor to what AKB is. Without Oyaku Club, AKB48 would not exist. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that it'll be interesting to see her performance. Yeah, so, I mean, this is one of her solo breakout things, but it's it's very interesting that they um, Oyaku Club is going to be in there. So, or at least uh, Shizuka Kudo is going to be there. So, you know, it's 24 years, so... <laughs> love Shizuka Kudo. Yeah. But moving on up, we have uh, Sakamoto Fuyumi, who is an Inca singer, so I'm not really suggesting much from that. <laughs> well, we'll hear some good old traditional traditional Inca, which I'm, I'm kind of very excited for. So we also have uh, Ryoko Shinohara as well. She, this is actually her rare comeback to the to the Kohaku as well because this is only her second time too but it's been several years as well but we also have Superfly and then Seikai no Awadi now I kind of know which song is going to be on there but 
if you guys have been mentioned to guess what song is going to be on there, what do you think is going to be it? For Sekai no Owari or for Superfly? Uh, Sekai no Owari. We haven't really listened too much of Superfly onto the, the regular charts here. Yeah, um, I'm thinking Habit will probably be the song for uh, Sekai no Owari. It's going to be Habit, and I have a feeling they are also going to do the dance. Yep. Or they're going to yeah. have people come on stage to do the damn dance. I, I already have a, a, a major good feeling that that's what is going to probably happen during their performance. <laughs> so, we also have Yoshimi Tendo, who is a staple in the industry, and she's been... We've, we've come across her over the last couple of years of doing the Oricon. Twice as well, um, it's... I'm not surprised that they are there, but I don't know what other song they are going to do because honestly, it's getting to that point that they all merge together at this point. <laughs> so, but continuing on is Need Need You, which it's it it's gonna be clap clap clap, and I I really am really don't want to hear that song <laughs> i am probably if if i'm not watching it live i am probably going to skip that performance <laughs> i mean i'll watch but, it because like even though i'm not a fan of clap 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 i do think need judah is pretty decent with their live performances but it's not one i'm looking forward to yeah after yeah, that, I'll, I'll probably watch it but i'm not looking forward to it either, either. Yeah. if it makes you feel better <laughs> yeah yeah, after that, we have both the Nogizaka and Hidatazaka 46 here, which kind of tells you something about what we're going to be talking about later, why Sakurazaka ain't on here. <laughs> but that's very interesting that, you know, all four years that Hinatazaka has been alive, I should say, they've been on the Kohaku, so that's, that's honestly good for them, honestly. Also, the 48s aren't on here, so that's also really interesting as well. But we also have our, our Senpai's Perfume, which they have actually came off a, a huge 2022, so, you know, what a way to kind of dovetail them coming back to the Kohaku again, so... And we have our favorite artist, our favorite, our favorite Inca artist, Mizumori Kaori, because I love saying her name, and I know you love saying her name too, Luna. So. Mizumori Kaori, I do love saying her name. I think she's fabulous. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, we also have Millet on here as well now. If you had to venture a guess of what song they're going to sing, what song are they going to sing, Luna? <laughs> For Millet? Yeah. It, Millet's actually had some great tracks this year, I'm going to be honest. Like, I love Always You. Um, now, will that be the one she chooses? Mm, I don't know. Um, I... It could be Final Call. I mean, she's. I have, if you look at her single, she's I have, a feeling, released, I have a feeling it's going to be Final Call because I think the movie that it's attached to is sponsored by NHK, and they also ha always have a drama or a a movie release song 
artist tied to the Kohaku. We've seen this many times, so I wouldn't be surprised if Millet is going to be singing Final Call. And I hope that means Oshima Yuko is probably going to be in the crowd for this because she is also tied to this movie that she's a part of. Actually, Millet makes an appearance in that in the original uh, drama series if you guys have a chance to go watch it. Ooh. It's really, really good. It's really, really good. It's really good. I highly recommend it. But also, we have Ryoko Shoku Shakai, you know, our lovely music corner darlings here. Now, what song do you guys think they are going to perform for the first time? Because this is their first release, or their first time on the Kohaku. They are probably going to do a medley, but what song do you think they are going to sing on that medley? That's a hard choice. The only song that I could see them really 100% singing is uh, Mela. Because of how popular that song ended up becoming on social media. I think they'll do Shout Baby because that was attached to My Hero Academia. This year's one. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I know this is a, a a while ago, but I mean, if they're, if they're, I don't know, it depends on if they're doing, because sometimes they like, they like to do like these anime blocks and stuff like that, and I think that they're doing like some sort of tribute or salute to anime, I think if... If, Shout Baby might make an appearance. If they were going to do a tribute to anime, um... I would try to put the the group that is singing this season's one, right? If 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 uh, it was me, yeah. if it was if it was me, if I was going to do something for my hero, I would try to find someone that is singing this season's one, which I don't know who that is. So <laughs> Yeah, I have been watching, so I don't even know what the opening and ending themes are currently. But yes, uh, I mean, that does make more sense. But I'm just trying to think of what I think uh, Ryoku Shokukai would, would sing. And I, I don't know. I think like there's a I, I don't think it's super high, but I think there's a mild chance. I'd say maybe like 15, 20 percent chance we see Shao Baby. Mm. It just uh, also and, depends and, on where they're going to be. And the thing is with that... Um, they like to pair people off with the axe, and I think that Imer is going to mostly be paired with someone else. I don't think they'll do two female artists un unless they bounce back and forth, because I know for a fact that, unfortunately, as much as I want official Hige, spoiler alerts for the reds or for the white side here, as much as I want official Hige to sing subtitle, because I think it's the much more better release of of that uh of that year i know they are going to sing crybaby instead because that was the what 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 what's that damn anime called you would ask and i don't remember it's spy shoot. spy family oh spy, spy family. family yeah that's really big yeah. right now yeah. like huge yeah so like it would be spy family honestly that they would be pairing the imer off with yeah. Um, cause especially I mean, because that's the new hotness right now. Yeah. I, I, I mean, not, not to say that, um, that, uh, my hero is not popular. It is popular, but 
the the way that spy family really took over the industry oh it did it, it's it, insane it's, it's freaking insane right yeah yeah spy family right now uh my dress up darling uh what's the other yaiba's still like humongous um Jujutsu Kaisen also has taken a big range because of the film Zero that came out this year. Uh, but yeah, I can see the them doing Crybaby easily. I mean, uh, Ryoku uh, Shoku Shakai, I could see them doing their newer single, Michio UK. Mm, yeah, that's also a very interesting thought there. It's It'll be very interesting. It just depends on where their lineup would be. If they go back and forth and back, that would be very interesting. Because I, I, I also don't know what other artists would be paired with them for the male side for another anime song. Because they might just do an anime medley. Because I remember sometimes um, it's not the, the main song of their... their d- release but they also just sing a a anime thing where they just showed up i remember that happening last year as well or a couple years ago where the anime song wasn't a part of their release but they sung it anyway uh, as a part of a medley so you are right i if they do do a a anime thing i wouldn't be surprised of seeing yoko shoku shakai on there for shout baby but as a regular release i'm not or as the regular part of their performance i it'll be very interesting to see it it'll be very very interesting regardless and last but not least for the red side see i i don't know how to say this i've i've tried to say this many many of times but gray do you know how to say this uh so uh, I think it's La Seraphim, but that's a guess. That's a that is a huge guess. But what, what was your I, I guess, would say Luna? La Seraphim. <laughs> would it be La Seraphim? <laughs> uh, La Seraphim. La Seraphim. What is it? Is it? Yeah, it is sounds it? French. It sound, It does sound very français. And I think a, a, a seraphim is a type of angel, if I remember correctly. So maybe like the angel or something. Mm. Well, there are multiple groups, so it would have to be more than one. <laughs> I mean, it could be plural, but I don't. I don't speak French, so I don't. Know. I used that, to. There, that M could be a S. I don't know. Maybe it's la seraphie, and then if you add an M, it's plurized. Or something. I don't know. I don't know no, how French works. That's not how French works. <laughs> I took it for four years. It's it's an anagram of the frame of the phrase I am fearless. And I'm like that's like some like that's some like weird ass ways of saying I'm fearless. Very. But th- they're on there too. And, and this is another of the the Japan and Korean group here ironically Sakura Miyawaki is on this group. She's actually the center of this group. And if you don't remember who she is, because I wouldn't blame you, she was the main member of HKT48 and was the Japan ambassador of IS-1 until she left IS-1 in 2021 and graduated from HKT48 around the same time to join this group 
she is now the center for this group. Now this is very, very interesting. So I assume, I assume Sakura, or yeah, Sakura is the main reason why this group is on here. Because we've only heard one release by them, if I remember correctly. Yes, and uh, also they debuted this year. This is like a brand yeah. new group. They only have two EPs. Yeah, which did did very well both both times. So yes, regardless, you know, more power to them. But I I know what to expect with that. <laughs> but let's kind of go on to the white side here. And as I said earlier, official Hige is on there. There are multiple ways of how this is going to go. Whether they are going to do Crybaby or they're going to do subtitle. I'd rather they do subtitle, but they are going to be thrown into anime. They are going to do Crybaby because that, that, that's the song, honestly, that really kind of dug them out of a hole again. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Crybaby is a fantastic song. I haven't watched the anime Spy Family that it's tied to, but Crybaby, I mean... You can watch that as a whole and greatly enjoy it. I don't know. I haven't made up my mind on what it's going to be. Uh, I, I think Crybaby. Although I think I don't, I don't know why. I think Crybaby was part, tied to that gangster anime, and I think Crazy Nuts was tied to Spy Family or Mixed Nuts. Yeah, see, see, that tells you all. All I know about <laughs> anime. Um, what gangster anime are you talking about? I can't remember the name of it, though. It's the one where he can go back in time. Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, that was it. I, I'm fairly certain Crybaby is tied to Tokyo Revengers. And Crazy Nuts, or Mixed Nuts, it is, is tied uh, to Spy, Spy Family. Family. Okay, so well. So, Hige is probably going to say it don't, Mixed Nuts. But the thing is, also. They could do both. That, they could do both <laughs> because bo both series was highly popular if i remember yes. correctly right yes they both yes, are they very are popular very popular i've been seeing so tokyo I... revenger stuff at hot topic same with spy family well this also tells you how much i really cared about mixed nuts because i didn't even remember they they did that that release i remember crybaby more <laughs> yeah i i like i liked mixed nuts i thought it was good but i, I liked crybaby a lot more and so yeah i mean if i had to pick the one song i think i would do crybaby but i think crybaby came out last year too yeah it so came out I, last I year it came out last yeah. year so yeah but if they're doing so. anim or anime in general <laughs> that that's the thing and i like you guys said i know spy family is really hot i hadn't watched it i it's on my short list of shows to watch just i haven't watched it yet and uh, I imagine, yeah, I could see them doing mixed nuts and and doing like the whole family thing there. So, uh, we'll, it, it'll be interesting to see what they choose. But yeah, as much as you like, is it subtitle? I, I I'm sad. I don't know if they'll they'll do that one. Unfortunately, um, listen to it and then come back to me with this. Um, it sold. <laughs> it, it it debuted higher than mixed nuts. Okay, well, I mean, maybe. I mean, you, you know... It debuted I, I, higher I, than Mixed Nuts and Crybaby. <laughs> well, and honestly, I, I want them to do what's popular in the moment. So, you know, I would love for them to do subtitle and kind of... 
Sub, uh, the only Not reason why anime. Uh, the only reason why I would suggest subtitle be it be it's because it's super tied to social media right now, like um on on the the Instagrams and the 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 the, the TikToks. It's super tied to those, so that's the only reason why I suggested subtitle. But if it's mixed in with anime, then I think they could perform both, to be honest. Yeah, and, and there's nothing stopping them from doing, like, a medley of, yeah. of stuff. Because, I mean, official Hige Dondism isn't short for, you know, they, they got a lot of hit songs. This is like, I'm certain they can pull do something, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't be too surprised if they did do a medley. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they did an anime section where they have all these artists and then they play mix nuts for that, and then for their own thing they they either do anarchy or subtitle or something like that. But personally, I didn't like anarchy. But <laughs> but with that, let's continue on to Kanjani Eight here. They kind of had a resurgence this past year, so that's that's on them. And then Kinky Kids, Kinky Kids as well. So that's very interesting. Now, King and Prince is also going to be on here. What do you think the song for King and Prince is going to be? I I don't know off of the top of my head. I'm trying to remember like what they've done this year, and I'm I'll be honest, I'm drawing a bit of a blank. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be what we're gonna talk about later. It, it'll be a little bit too soon for their latest release. Exactly. See, I'm I'm gonna see what other releases they had this year, real quick. So I mean, they have your favorite song in the whole world, Trace Trace. I think they're gonna be doing Loving You or Koi 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 Furu Sukiyo ni Kimiomo. They might actually run back and do that song because probably that was the best song they they, they released this past year. Uh, that was yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I could see them doing Trace Trace, which. I I'd be disappointed, but if that's the song they do, that's you know I I, I imagine but, that was mildly popular. It is popular, uh, but <laughs> the when we get to the Oricon, that actually beat it in sales. Uh, so, uh, so uh, yeah, Suki Yomi. Uh, just I'm just looking at their YouTube page right now. Has 20 million views, and it's been out two months less time. <laughs> Yeah, and five million more. So, uh, I could see that. Yeah, Suki Yomi totally was fire, like absolutely amazing, and I could see them doing that live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ichiban, which again, I'm just looking at their YouTube. Uh, it, it's not that, a. It's not. That's not a good song, in my opinion, for them to do. <laughs> well, uh, it came out five months ago. It's got 23 million views. But I, I do agree with you. I I would love for them to do Sukiyomi, uh, personally. Uh, I like that that song's really good, and it'd be I, very I, interesting I, to see I'd that to see that 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 song live. To be honest, live. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I don't know. They might they might would do a medley. I could yeah. I could see that. I, I don't want them to do a medley. I would like for them to just do a song. But uh, sometimes it's sometimes they'll play it safe and do medleys so i you know i could see them doing a medley of just like various tracks they release throughout the year because yeah they, they've had a good year so next on up is um king new so this is their second time on here now 
I'm drawing a blank of what song they would actually do. I would assume it's Sakana Yume and Ichizu, which is um, what was it? The, the Jujutsu Kaisen, I think. Yeah, that yeah. was for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Yeah, but yeah, that well. would be my guess is what they're doing. I'd be surprised if they do anything else. Same. Yeah, because I mean, their their release after that, Chameleon sold like abysmal comparatively to Ichizu and Sakana Yume. So. It'd be very interesting to see that. Go Hiromi is probably going to do a lot of things of his live and la vida loca thing. And I found that out the other day that my mother listens to Go Hiromi, and that shook me to my core. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I'm like super excited cool. that she listens to that. But yeah, continuing on up, we have a, a band that I'm actually really excited for called Sashi Dog. Now, I know probably you guys haven't listened. Maybe you have, Luna, because I, I probably I have. They've sent... been on the charts. Yeah, I mean, Itsuka is probably their biggest song that they'll probably perform, but I'm not too sure personally. But they've had a major, major good debut here, so they, they'll, they're they probably one of the groups that they threw a bone to to let everyone know of, of them, which they have done sometimes. And continuing on up, it is, oh boy, it's Jail One, and uh, this is another group that I'm not looking forward to seeing, to be honest. Uh, of the white team, I would say Jail One's the one I'm least excited for. There's another one I'm not uber excited for, but I, I think Jail One's, like, leading in the. Uh, I don't know it, what they're going to do. But it's and really, like I said, I don't, I'm not it's, like it. it's not that we don't like them. We understand their premise. It's just the type of music we're, we're literally old people yelling at the clouds. The type of music that they have done and have shown us that they are capable of doing is not the style of music that I don't think the the music industry, unfortunately, should be going to. But unfortunately, are. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much it's not the style of music that we that we grew up listening to. And not only that, it's not the style of music that we turn to in general, even though we've changed with a lot of the times and found new artists we love that have debuted. Jo one is not one of those artists that we've developed an emotional connection to. Yeah. Continuing on, uh, it is Junretsu. It's actually good to see Junretsu on here again because we did talk about them fairly fast over the last couple of months here. So good on them. We got to actually hear a song by them <laughs> before everything. And then after that, it is Masayuki Suzuki, a pillar in the industry. So he's showing back up again. Um, next on up is both Stones and Snowman here. Now, what did you guys think is going to be Stones's release that they are going to be doing this time around? That's a hard one. I feel like Stones has had some good releases this year. Watashi, I, I think, was probably my number one pick because that that song is freaking awesome, and I that that to me was probably my favorite song that they've done this year. Mm. Uh, so I would like to see Watashi. Uh, I, I I know it just dropped last week, and I know we'll talk about it later. But I could I could theoretically see them doing Good Luck, 
Uh, that's not something I, like for them to do, but I could see it. Going on what we just talked about this uh, for our last couple of artists, I honestly see them doing Kyome. Uh, Kyome, yeah, because of Yashihime. I was thinking that yeah. as well. I was thinking Kyome, or I was thinking Watashi, but the reason I was thinking Watashi, because it was for a TV drama. Yeah, but if it if they are leading heavily into anime, it is going to be Kyome, because yeah. they are probably going to tie that to Yashihime. Agree. What about snowmen now? They had a actually a really good year this past year as well, so... <laughs> no, they did. I feel like it's been a great year for Johnny's, and I'm very happy for them, you know? Especially with Arashi kind of, you know, passing the reins, per se, that a lot of these groups have done very well. Um, I mean, for snowman, I could see Brother Beat. But as a Beatle, because it was Oomatsu-san, which is actually pretty popular right now. Um, yeah. But I could yep. also see their latest. The other one they did was Orange Kisu. And I that think was... Orange Kiss Orange is Kiss, going to be the yeah. one, because that that was the more popular of the two, personally. Yeah, and it was used for that movie, uh, My Boyfriend in Orange. I mean, they both were pretty hit singles, looking at the numbers, but... Out of the two, it would be one of those. And Orenji Kiss is also newer. Not only Sold More is also the newer of the two. Uh, yeah, uh, they also released Juicy uh, about three months ago, and that seems to be a really popular one. Was that uh, physical? Was... Or was that digital? Yeah, it was, part... it was part of the um, the album. Uh, the Snow uh, Snow Lab S2. It was the lead mm. song for that album, I believe. But yeah, no, Orange Kiss was really popular. I, I remember liking Orange Kiss uh, and really digging it. Uh, was Brother is it Brother Dance? Brother Beat. Brother Beat. Brother Beat. Uh, that, that's a pretty good, solid one too. I could see. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Snowman had a great year. I mean, they uh, they have. A lot of popular songs yeah uh and, and again i wouldn't be too surprised if they did a medley since they had such a you know orange kiss brother b and uh juicy i i could see them doing a medley of all three really mm -mm -mm -mm. now going up to i'm pretty sure it, who is going to be the the mvp for you this uh this year's kohaku is dani niwadanshi now obviously they are probably going to do a medley and it's probably gonna leave with Uber Love. I I I don't. So I I will say this: when Stones and Snowman debuted, they just did their debut release, uh, and and even though they had had other releases by then, especially Snowman, because it was a it was over a year after they debuted. No, but they the thing, able to do but their the debut but, but the thing is with that, it was because the record of what they did. You know, okay, that's fair. Uh, that, that's the I, I was, that's the reason why they did their debut songs. It's because of the fact that during when they released it, they did they had a monumental release the first time in a long ass time, and they were the first dual debuting Johnny artists. 
that that was the the whole momentum thing of why they did their their debut but uh going back to naniwa danshi uh like there's no way they're not going to do ubu love that'll definitely be part of it it'll be interesting if they do do a medley i'm not 100 percent certain what the other songs would be but it would be be the answer it would be the answer which is their album release the thing is the thing is with this it's because of the fact that they only release literally two singles and an album there isn't much sample size to do a medley with um if they are going to just do a song it is going to be ubu love because of the fact that it almost almost sold a million <laughs> and it's yeah, really is huge i think they're going to be doing a ubu love Ubu Love. Mm. Just because it was very, very popular, I think it would be a good fit for the Kohaku. Mm. And, I mean, uh, that's just what I'm going for. I know they're going to have newer songs, but I really think they're going to hit on what they... their biggest track. But, with that, let's continue on up to Vondi here. Vondi is kind of a major release here for for an artist of his stature so it's good for him i honestly am not sure what song he's going to do i have an idea but i was gonna say the same thing just because so i'm glad that vondi's on here like you said ken because of the type of artist he is and I'm kind of surprised, but I'm also so ecstatic for him because he is a phenomenal artist. As far as what track, like, he's had some great releases this year. I mean, and he's had a ton of releases this year on top of that. So, I don't know. I, I would love to see him do a medley just because it would be nice to hear several tracks. Um, you know, it, but I don't know. Chainsaw it's also Blood very, Baby? It's also very interesting for him to be on here is because of the fact he is the one that produced uh, a lot of the songs from from uh, from Red. Uh, I think he's probably going to do Chainsaw Blood. That's what I just it's said. Chainsaw yeah. Blood. It'll be Chainsaw Blood. It's tied to Chainsaw Man, yeah. which is absolutely insanely popular. Yeah, that's but what I... But would they want to bring that up because of what that specific anime is? That That's the question. I, 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 I don't have the answer to that. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if it's just based on raw popularity, it'll be Chainsaw Blood. It won't, won't even be a question. But if not, thing, it it could be he could be doing something with Millet and Imer, and maybe a certain someone will show up. Yeah. the 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 only reason why I I bring this up is because of I've heard things of uh, Chainsaw Man that is very surprising to what they actually aired from what I've heard. So. That, that's the whole reason why I'm not sure if they want to publicize such a... Graphic? Yeah. Not even graphic, it, but just very intense project. 
not not even dealing with the gore, but I know that they've also included a lot of into windows into that that show. Yeah, the other content that they have makes it very risque to promote a show like that, especially in NHK. It, it'll be very interesting if he if they have him do Chainsaw Blood. I don't know if they would, but it'd be very interesting because of just what it is. <laughs> but, you know, let's continue on to be first here. Say what you will about be first. This is another group that I honestly, this and jail one are the only two on the male side that I'm a little bit hesitant on. <laughs> Same. Uh, th- like, these are the only two that, I, if I had to be honest, I'm not super excited about. But we'll see what they do. I think B-First will, might have a really good stage show, especially because they're produced by Sky High. And Sky yeah. High knows how to entertain people. So even if I may not like the song, I'm willing to bet I might like the dance and the choreography. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to B-First. I, like it's it's kind of in a weird space for me. Just just on a performance side, not so much yes. the music side. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking forward to the performance, even though I haven't fell in love with any of B First music as of yet. I think they're going to deliver a phenomenal performance, and that's what I actually look forward to to see if it kind of changes my opinion on how I feel about some of their songs. But continuing on, it is Masaharu Fukuyama. He is also another major thing in the industry here. So it's very good to see him back. So, but the one that I'm very excited for to see on here is uh, Hoshino Gen. And I, 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 I know they are probably going to do, do comedy, which is the song that he... He, he made the mark on this past year, but I, I can't really see any other song that he's going to perform. No, I, th- I think you're right. I think comedy probably will be it. That seems to be his biggest release of the year. Uh, so, eh, well, I mean... We'll, we'll have to see what they do uh, with him, but uh, it should be interesting. Either way. Gen always puts on a great performance, so no matter what he chooses, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, next on up is an artist that, you know, we haven't seen in a long time on the grand stage here, and that is the Daich. Daichi Miura. Yeah, it's nice to see Daichi Miura back. I, I am, I, I will admit, I have no idea what that man's gonna do. Uh, he's had a interesting year to say the least, but uh, he hasn't released like a, much in the last couple years. To be honest, it's been very sporadic, which is yeah. disappointing to me because I I love his music. Um, the only thing I could see him singing is Sansan, unless he has yeah. something new down the pipeline that hasn't been released yet. Uh, he does have something new that just came out, but it's, uh, you know, it's so new. I don't, I don't, I don't know much about it, honestly. It's, uh, I'll tell you what it is. Someday, someday is his latest release. 
Uh, and it looks like it might be tied to an anime. But I don't know too much about it. But I, I think it'll be Sansan because uh, that seems to... that That's his biggest release I can think of that he's had in the past few years, so... Yeah, no, it would be very interesting to hear what he has to, to sing as well, but I also agree that he is going to sing Sansan. But continuing on up, it is our favorite act in the whole wide world of doing the Kohaku, and that is Miyama Hiroshi. Kendama bro! Yeah, I used to get really upset about it. I, I've I've kind of grown to just accept it for what it is. So I will. I'd be I'd be more surprised that he's not doing something with Kendama because <laughs> he broke yeah, the record I, I, twice already. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be I would be surprised if he does something else too. And, and I don't know. I don't like part of the fun of that performance is to see if someone's going to screw it up. Yeah, but they they've added so many people that the camera has to pan so fast. So you you have to like really well. I pay mean, attention. Remember, remember last year he he finished the song and we had to wait like twenty seconds for people to do it. <laughs> yep, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, we did. So I mean, it's gonna get to the point that either he he sings extra long songs or we're going to be waiting for like 40 seconds for him to add that additional person but regardless i mean if he does do something without kendama that'll be that means something else but continuing on up it is another inca boy here and it is kisuke yamauchi now he is a he is going to be the, the second coming, I think, or the third coming at this point. And speaking of the second coming, I don't see him anywhere. Not lately. You know, you're right. I, I di- it didn't dawn on me, no. but he is not ah, on this list. Because he's going to have his own special stage, so he's not going to be included in the artist list. Of course. He, he is special. Kyoshi Kawa. So I wouldn't, you know, it, it, he has released something. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. It it's it'll be very interesting to see what he performs because he's not going to be a tied to a white team. He's not going to be tied to the white team. He's going to be having his own thing. And lastly, you know, for the last get artist here for the white side, we have Yuzu, which you know I always forget. Same as um, same as uh, Junretsu that they they're around too because they haven't mu- released much things that catch our eye for how we do the show so it's interesting on yuzu for them to be on here again oh yeah i'm glad to see him on here i mean they're a big pillar in the industry so i feel like it's always a joy but at the same time i kind of always i kind of forget about them throughout the year until kohaku rolls around so with that unfortunately gray had to leave leave us due to because he has work tomorrow unfortunately so it'll just be me and luna for the remainder of the episode so hopefully you guys don't mind that and we can just speed on by here for the for the majority of that too (laughs) but you know with that you know that's the entirety of the the kohaku here i'm very excited to see what's going to happen but it looks like a lot of great acts and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. I think the Kohaku this year will be fantastic. I enjoyed last year, but 
the lineup this year is great. So looking forward to watching it. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And it was a very interesting week. There's a lot of things that we weren't included last on time on that have shown up on, so... Yeah, I'm excited. Let You want to dive in, Ken? Yes, let's. Let's start off with number 10. It is uh, Getsu Tohoshi ga Ododeru Midnight by Hinatazaka46. I think we both were on the episode when this initially came out. It's, it's alright. <laughs> it, it, it's alright. I don't, I don't think... This release isn't going to do anything else for me. Hinata Zaka at this point has just shown that they're just putting the bare minimum. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I just did not care for Getsuto Hoshiga Odoru. Uh, Getsuto Hoshiga Odoru Midnight just wasn't for me. I mean, like, it was okay, but like Ken said, it just was very eh. And I think my issue is the comp the composition felt overbearing in many parts of it and it drowned out a lot of the song and i felt like that for most of this this ep if you had the special edition yeah well this week it sold a lovely 8776 copies and going on up to zetai inspiration by ske48 like we've kind of said throughout the episode this is probably their best release in a long time and that's not saying much to be yep. honest yeah this week it sold a lovely 10,230 copies here. And going on up to number 8, it is Koshuji by the Ink Second Coming of Inca himself, Kyoshi Kawa. Now, we've, we've done this release a while back again, and it, it, it was alright. It's good to see him do traditional Inca, so... I agree. I mean, yeah, it's always nice to see that, you know, and I like seeing him on here because he's always a breath of fresh air. Yes. But this week it sold a lovely 11,694 copies here. And going on up to number seven, it is Trace Trace by King and Prince. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that they, they had double releases this this or double appearances on the Oricon this week with King and Prince, but this isn't like the digital side where we're used to that constantly, but... Yeah, and I, I have a feeling that their newest release really pushed Trace Trace up into people who hadn't bought it, probably did like a double dip. Yeah. You know, like buying both copies at once, which really helped raise it. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 12,809 copies here, and going on up to number six, it is... Uh, Soranji by Mrs. Greenapple. Now, unfortunately, when I heard this and I saw that Mrs. Greenapple was on here, I kind of knew what to expect with this release. But how did you feel about this, Luna? So, Soranji was okay. I, like you said, you know what to expect with Miss Greenapple. And I feel like a lot of their releases do start to run together at some point. I felt like that was Soranji. I did like Watashi no Cycle, which is the second track on here, a little bit more than Soranji. And it's funny because my Apple Music, my I got a fat finger, I guess, and it hit Watashi no Psycho first. So, of course, I'm thinking it's Soranji, and I look later, and I'm like, oh, wrong track. But I actually, you know, this isn't bad, but I think my only issue is, like, listening to Soranji and listening to Watashi no Psycho, they kind of do run together in a certain aspect. 
And that's my issue at Green Apple. Like, it's not a bad release. I actually think their vocals are very good, you know. But I think that after a while, you just know what to expect. And a lot of their music does sound very similar to one another. And it's hard to differentiate sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. With this whole release as a whole, it just kind of run ran together. And it's, it's not to say anything bad about Mrs. Green Apple because... You know, the you know the vocalist I know Motoki Omori. He he's a very very good artist or a good vocalist. But the thing is, because he doesn't really change his inflection and in how he sings, it really kind of ruins the mood of if they're gonna mix it up or not. Yes, I agree, and I I think that's my issue. Like I think he's a very talented vocalist, but I think it's the mixing up of it is what does it can really hurt Miss Green Apple. Yeah. Regardless, Sodanji sold a lovely 15,542 copies here. And going on up to number five, it is Star by Cho Tokumeki Sendembu. It's good to see them on here again. You know, if you guys haven't checked it out, on our website, we did do an interview with them a couple months ago. So... Go check it out. They, they are actually a phenomenal group, and I, I enjoyed every minute of my interview with them. Yeah, and I am so glad we got to interview them because they are adorable, and I really do enjoy their music, and having that chance was such a great opportunity. I I honestly enjoyed Star. I know it is definitely Chotokumeki Sendembu's style, but I had a lot of fun with it. I do agree with you in their B-side, Ken. I know we talked about this off-air, but I think it is a good showcase of their vocals. Um, Oh, yeah. As much as as I I really did like Star, their B-side Wakamama present, it's actually really, really good. It actually showed off a lot more of their vocal side to this release comparatively. I agree. Like, uh, Wagamama Princess was very solid, and I liked hearing more of their vocals, although I love the cuteness of Star, and, you know, Star has that you know it's Cho Tokimeki Sendembu because of their style, but then you hear something like Wagamama Princess, you know, and they change it up, and I do like hearing that from them, so... Seeing them on here on the Oricon got me very excited because I thought, oh, we interviewed them. How awesome is that? And also, it's a good release. Regardless, Star sold a lovely 18,302 copies here. And going on up to number four, Good Luck slash Futati by Stones. Now, we weren't on the episode last week that this initially aired or this got initially released. So what did we think about this? This release here? Okay, so, I do like Stones. However, I like Futari better than Good Luck. Good Luck, I just... I don't know. It was a little off-putting for me, and that could have just been me personally. You know, I, I see what they're going for. I see the style. I totally get why it was popular. But it it didn't quite hit with me, but I enjoyed Futari a lot more. No, I actually feel the same way. You know, as much as I really like Good Luck, uh, Good Luck is a little bit too uppity for my taste. <laughs> you know, honestly, when we get to it, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to it, but I, I honestly think Good Luck is a little bit missed 
typecast to Stones' vocal ability. Mm-hmm. I really think that Futari is a much more tonal way of how they did it, and it's much more better to show off their vocals this way around. Granted, it is nice for them to have releases like this because it needs to show off on that they can do more things than just dance and have good vocals. Yes. I agree. And that's what I felt like Futati really showed is it was a nice tonal. It was very befitting tonal wise for them. Well, good luck. Just it just was too trying to think of the word too uppity and it just didn't feel like it fit with their with their vocals. But yeah, you know, I, you know, regardless how it sold, it sold very, very well. And to be kept on the top five for the second week in a row, that's not a nothing to sneeze at either so regardless this week it sold a lovely 20,245 copies and going on up to number three it is shukufuku by yoao sobi now i'm i'm just gonna have this little thing here gray absolutely hated this release because it's yao sobi it could be so it was not my favorite. Shukufuku was not my favorite by Yao Sobi. However, I will say I love that they took that break because I I think we all needed that and it was good for them. Do yeah, I Yeah, it's it's un it's it's really unfortunate though. Like for for me, like I've I, I got before you jumped onto the call offline, you know, me and Gray were talking about this. You know, the thing is with Yao Sobi is Ayase and Ikuda. Ikuda just does not change her vocal range and her vocal style. And that kills any creative wonderment that Ayase has for them. And it's really sad to see that because... Ikuda's vocal style, I, I know she can probably sing very well, but the thing is, she has sound the same all the way up from Yao, so uh, from Yoruni Kakeru. She has not changed her vocal range and style, and that's really sad. Now, you go against that to like someone like Otto, who is pretty much in the same book as Yao Sobi, but can change her vocal range and style on a snap. And I feel so bad about this. That, you know, as much as I really want to like Yao Sobi, unless they cont- unless they show some sort of change in their style and kind of mix things up, it's going to be very difficult to defend them. Yeah, and I see that. Like, I like what Ayase does composition-wise because he does change it up, but I really do feel like Ikuda's vocals really throw into that mix where everything starts to sound the same because her vocals sound the same, despite Ayase's creative influence in that composition. And that was my big takeaway from this was because I enjoyed the composition, but I feel like Ikuda's vocals were where I was at that line that this still sounds the same from their other music but i hear a difference composition wise but vocally it really does kill any difference that they're trying to do and it it just sucks 
it really just sucks yeah, because, because I want to like them because I really do like the style of music because I love Ayase's compositions. And I feel like there's some great, yeah, so we sent some great songs, but I would love to see Ikuda change it up because I know she has that vocal capacity. It's just, I don't know if it's some kind of comfortable about her, but I really want to see them change it up. But if they don't, it's going to make me steer away. Yeah, it, you know, it wasn't until I had that talk with Gray about about them that really it really confirmed my thoughts that unless unless I, Ikuda does something different with her vocals, it's gonna be very very difficult to kind of kind of continue with with them. And case in point, official Hige they changed their style so much and the vocals matched that different change in style as well and look where they are now and it got to the point that remember during that time after they released pretenders all the way to i love i think i love was the the turning point of when they started to be like yeah we cannot just rely on pretender that whole gap of releases i think it was about a year and a half worth of releases it all sounded the, the, the clout of just trying to sound like pretenders was really mm -hmm. happening. And it, it's sad. It, it, it's really sad because I want to like this release as well. I want to really like Shukufuku, but it just really, really reconfirms what Yasobi has done for the industry. And I, I feel bad because I know a lot of people like them. I know a lot of people like them, but it's just hard to be like, if we have to cr really sit down and critique them, it's really difficult to to be like, yeah, they have not changed. Mm -hmm. I agree. Regardless, Shukufuku sold a lovely 23,845 copies here. Going on up to number two, it is, oh boy, Supernova by Black Iris. This is... This is... Hot mess. This is hot mess. I... I this is their major debut single. This is Black Iris' major lab label debut single. And I really, really cannot stand behind them. <laughs> I wanted to turn this off. And, you know, I didn't know what I was going to. I saw Black Iris. Oh, this sounds like a cool name. Supernova. This could go one way or the other, you know? But listening to it, I was so disappointed and I almost turned it off. And it's very rare that I stop what I'm doing at work because something's so cringeworthy that I contemplate it's, on turning it off. It's not so much that it's cringeworthy. It's so much that at this point... So, we get it. We get it. This style of composition, this style of of beats and things like that is going to be what's popular now. We're going to have to accept it. It's it's what it is at this point because of the fact that everyone is chasing BTS. Now, this is the first group that has, not from the usual suspects of like 
produce 101 and stuff like that not not the usual suspects of of artists releases and labels to 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 do this so this is pony canyon yep pony canyon of all people people pony canyon who usually knows how to do idol very very well has released this mm-hmm. yep and, and I, I was very disappointed I because i didn't want to like it looking at it i don't write things off you know i want to try to give everything a chance but listening to it it just was I have so many, I have so many thoughts, but I don't have thoughts, and yeah. it's one of you know, those that, in that bad way, that it takes your words away because you're like, "Wow, how do I describe this?" You know, regardless, it sold fairly well for a good, good debut for a group that just came out of nowhere. You know, twenty three thousand eight hundred eighty three copies. Here's nothing to sneeze at, but. It also ran against the wrong horse here, so <laughs> if if number one wasn't on here, they probably would have had a chance to be number one, to be honest. And that's oh, yeah. that's the sad thing. <laughs> but let's continue on to number one here. It is uh, Sukiyomi and and Idori by King and Prince. Now, one of the things that I want to talk about here is what I alluded to when we were talking about Stones' Good Luck and Futati. I think Sukiyomi and Good Luck should have changed artists because I think Six Stones would or Stones would have done much better with Sukiyomi than they have, and I think King and Prince would have done much better with Good Luck than Stones had. I honestly, so, okay, so I see it two ways, because I love Sukiyomi, and I actually think King and Prince did a fantastic job. However, I do agree, and I would like to see what Stones would do with it. And I think um, that King and Prince would actually do very well with, um, with good luck, but I absolutely loved Sukiyomi. I was it's very rare that I am absolutely turned into a song right away and I will say Sukiyomi actually did that for me. And I'm I I'm kind of like leery sometimes on male idols just cuz yeah. um you know I'm not as into them as Grey. So if I find a song or an artist I end up loving uh, you know, it's kind of a big deal for me, and I was surprised how much I love Sukiyomi. Yeah. You know, regardless, you know, with King and Prince, King and Prince needs to have a release like this with, uh, uh, um, in regards to Sukiyomi, because it really just shows how they can mix it up. And same for Stones at that point, too. Good Luck really shows that they could kind of mix it up with a more traditional Johnny style of composition, while Tsukiyomi for King and Prince shows that King and Prince can really try and do a more dance-heavy style composition song as well. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I mean, like... And for, 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 for me, and I, I really liked Idori as well, mostly because of the fact that uh, how more 
I guess emotionally filled it seemed like that song was tied to and I think for them for King and Prince in particular it really ties to what they are mostly known for better comparatively yeah and I thought Idori was solid like I actually loved this whole single and I thought with both Tsukiyomi and Idori King and Prince did a very very good job and and I, yeah. I love and both, you, and I love both styles they did. And, you know, for, for me, this just proves my point of, you know, I don't want to give them that pressure, but they are the heir apparent to Arashi. It really shows with how their releases, over the last couple of years, I, I might add, too, it for them particularly how they've been able to stylize themselves and their releases, it really shows that they are going to be the heir apparent to Arashi. Oh yeah, no, I do see that. And I'm looking forward to see how King and Prince develops, just like Arashi developed over time. You know, you look at their first, you know, uh, their first single, Arashi, you know, until, you know, their last. And, and I, I'm looking forward to watching King and Prince develop over time because Arashi changed their styles, their vocals, you know, like with everything. And I, I, I feel like King and Prince is that good follow up, you know, it's still going to be a void without Arashi, but I think King and Prince would be the next best suited to start filling that void. And I'm looking forward to, you know, I know we've been watching them develop and I'm going to continue to watch them. Yeah, no, they... Out of out of all of them, I know I know all of us have our favorites out of the new blood here between King and Prince, uh, Stones, Snowman, and Nani Niwadanche. I know all the the three of us have our heir apparents of which ones we like a little bit more. But for me, it's it was King and Prince from day one. It was King and Prince from day one. They were the 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 only uh, choice in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, so, and I I honestly think with this latest single, I mean, I've already enjoyed them, but I will say that Tsukiyomi uh, Irori has been like, this has been one of my favorite singles thus far. I mean, they've had others, but out of this year, um, this one probably caught me the most. Yeah, it, it's going to get to the point that I think while I'm in Japan, I might buy this. Hmm... I don't blame you. I would recommend it. Like, I was kind of looking at it on CG Japan with the exchange rate so down right now. Because yeah. I was like, ooh, this is a great single. And it's very rare I do buy singles anymore unless there's, like, a concert tied to it. But this yeah. is one I'm like, you know, this is actually a great single because these both songs are absolutely solid. Yeah. Regardless, this week it's so amazingly well close to 800,000 791,799 copies here just an am amazing week for them for, for for Johnny's three three artists on on the the top 10 so oh i agree it's great just, to see it 
that also didn't just affect the single side it affected the album side too because if you look on the albums real fast we have snowman snowman snow labo season two which is or s2 which is their second album is on here and resense which is king and prince's album is on here as well but another big surprise that i'm not surprised to see on here that unfortunately i think if we were on the uh, digital side still we would have probably heard the this song appear on the digital side and that is uh suzume no tomari which is the the new the new song for for that who who, who does kimi no for oh. your name i have all his works because i absolutely adore him makoto shinkai yeah so this is re- uh, regarding to makoto shinkai's latest movie which see i apparently it was okay but i think you know when you get past weathering with you where a guy just literally floods the world just to get some ass it's kind of it's kind of hard to like any anymore and to see how the other movies are going to be taken apart but Kimmy, no, no. Uh, hopefully, I just did, uh, hopefully I didn't spoil weathering with you <laughs> with that lovely, lovely uh, spoiler right there. Tenki no Ko is still worth watching. I got to see that in theaters, and I bought the 4K from Shout, so I would like to get the Japanese 4K too. But uh, it's yeah, but, still worth seeing. I mean, those yeah. you, the soundtrack alone, uh, Makoto yes. Shinkai's animation it, is I, absolutely I, glorious. I thought it was really good too, but if you come to think about it, just literally the premise the, of that entire movie is guy guy drowns the world just to get some ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When you shorten it, I mean, like you think about a lot of plots that I watch, and there you go. I like my trash shows, so <laughs> I don't listen to me when it comes to um, recommendations because uh, I like trash, but it's good trash. So- not only did Recents make it on here, Made In also made it on the top 10 for, for King and Prince as well, which is the their album from this past year. So Johnny's just made a killing. Oh, they did. I think it's been a absolutely phenomenal week for Johnny's. I mean, album-wise, single-wise, you know, and I feel like Plus, end of the year, especially people feel like they missed out on these and these singles come out by, like, Snowman, Stones, King and Prince. They're like, oh, I forgot they had an album out. Let me buy that. I mean, if I lived in Japan and went to pick up a single, I'm like, oh, they got it. I forgot about that album. I'm going to buy it. I'm at Sutai Records right now. You know, I'm at Tokyo Tokyo Tower Records. I got to get it. I'm sure that's what really contributed to a lot of that stuff, too. Yeah, and, you know, with, with that, you know, with number two, it is J. John, and I'm pretty sure Gray would have really loved this release as well. And as and with number one being 17, 17 nearly half, half a mil. Yeah. <laughs> Five, well, close to 500,000, so. And this is a big deal. It's their first EP in Japan, so. And we all know 17 so. has been killing it with their K-pop releases in Japan, so it's no surprise that they release a Japan release that it just skyrockets. Yeah. But with that, you know, I want to say thank you for listening to this kind of extra long episode of Ongaku to You. I know we probably didn't want to go as long as we did, but here we are. <laughs> 
the Kohaku is always a very special event for us, and I wanted to make sure at least we talk about it when it got released for the artist list. So, but yeah, always you can follow us on all social media platforms at Ongakidio on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the website. We talk about the Japanese music releases at ongakidu.com. Also, check out our interviews as well on there, too. So, you can follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter, who is a retro streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also check out Timber Taff, who is a fellow retro streamer as well. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Timber Taff, T I M B R T A F T. You can also follow your sister, Luna Rose, who is probably very excited about all the new releases as of late. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out Fangirls. Fangirl has no name, who is our accomplished artist, uh, author of Schmuck Books. Honestly, I should have told you about this. Her For her birthday, she released, not the Audible... What's that darn, darn thing that Amazon has for books? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't do that. Um, I I buy mine physically. Yeah, I I I buy books physically as well. But uh, she she got it as a as an ebook. Book? But she was ebook. No 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 like a like a ebook like a nook or something. Nook like that. or a mook? <laughs> Maybe it's a yeah. nook. Yeah. I don't. I, think, I don't it's think it's a nook. It's 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 the one from um, from from Amazon. I'm like blanking on the thing, but it was available digitally for free for like a week. <laughs> I'm just gonna start calling it weird things. It's gonna be an Amanook. Yeah, it's an Amanook. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I forgot to mention to you about that that she really ah Kindle. There we go. I just remembered. Kindle. It. Oh, I already bought a. I got a physical copy, but I still gotta read it. Yeah, so she had made it available for free on Kindle for a week, so... Go I was like, oh, read it! Finally. Yeah, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. Well, I'm gonna do... I'm doing the Audible book for it, so... And that just makes me so... Very uncomfortable. I was gonna say something else, but it's not appropriate. Yes, it's not... No, no, her book is not appropriate for this. If you're under 18, do not read. If you're over 18, enjoy the smut. Enjoy the schmutt. Yes, our, for if you guys don't know, for our Potosaurus episode, for episode 69, we had Fangirl on and just talking all kinds of things about schmuck and her book. And it was just very, very eye-opening. But yeah, you can check her out at twitch.tv slash Fangirl has no name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-O-S-N-A-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Kyo, Timber and Fango talk about the gaming news and industry called Potosaurus. This past week, we talked about a whole bunch of things. We talked about Pokemon Arceus, and we talked about the Game Awards nominees and how much we just are looking forward to that. You can check that out at by looking up Curry Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, I know about Roboco Herobo, and other stuff about my daughter and Joshi Pro Wrestling. Where can we find you? You can find me on several social medias, such as Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram. If Twitter stays around 
And it does not collapse. You can find me as Luna Maria 87 You can also find me that on Letterboxd, my anime list, Anime Planet and Kitsu, where you can see what I've been watching, what I've been trying to watch, what I want to watch, which my list is at like 1200 on Letterboxd, and uh, photos of my cats, what I bought, what I've been doing. So you can also find me on Discord as LunaMaria87. Add me as a friend. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for so much for listening to this week's extra long episode. Hope you enjoyed our talk about the Kohaku along with the Orikan. And we look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great rest of your week. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>